I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they used to pull a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. You're pinning words all like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Oh, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. Will we keep it real? We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, Lisa? 2007. I'm I knew you best was be- do it. No, I'm trying to be I my best behavior. Why? Like, I'm sitting on my thing. I'm so excited. So she all nervous, Alano. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. No, my God. <laughs> all kinds of people coming here. Like, we've had, like, big producers, you know, and I'm just like, Whatever, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> but it's like when it's your TV show uh-huh. and it's your show. You have no idea how many we've done. A hundred and I don't know, fifty <laughs> something episodes. Damn, everyone she's talking about goddamn underground. I got this bitch right here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a stand when the show first came out, and I was trying to tell people mm-hmm. like, this is when you know that your That's work is paid off because it's the Badlands and Underground. I'd be the main one. I'd be like tweeting by myself. On it. Right. Y'all need to be on top of that. Why y'all not watching this? <laughs> and now that it has come to pass that people have recognized my wisdom, <laughs> you can take full credit for it. Fact. I'm excited. <laughs> y'all should have been in there from jump. Right, anyway, right. I'm going to be on my best behavior. So, okay. That's right. <laughs> y'all know how we do it on the, y'all know how we do it on the rant room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Shit like that. So mm. we got potty bounds on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell about I'm it. So sorry, mama. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, Lisa? Lisa Coat Jam. Uh, it's good. Uh, we uh, have a couple of more episodes of my other show, Into the Badlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know if Sonny gonna make it up reveal or what's gonna happen. <laughs> mm. uh, I'm missing uh, Baron Chow. Oh, yeah. When you got satin and furs and high heels and kicking butt, <laughs> that can't be a one off. You gotta bring that shit back. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, I'm excited. Because, you know, I'm only there for the fashion, the kung fu. <laughs> the and Danny Wu with his shirt off, right? <laughs> okay, let's get it real. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my business out there about that. We got the videotape, bitch. We're okay. It. All right. All right. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, you guys know how we do, how we do it on the rant room. If you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it in. So, t- Day, look at her all excited. No, I'm just trying to say, y'all gonna be jealous. <laughs> She's trying to be cool. Wait, no, <laughs> She's to my Twitter piece. Hey, 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 Jamie. They're gonna be hey, Lauren. Jamie. No, they're not. They're <laughs> yeah, it is. So, okay, okay. my crew is like the black girl nerds, and yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. What's so it's up, like, black girl so nerds. they do their podcast and do their stuff. It's always like, if you get somebody, it's like, yes. Don't be jealous, y'all. We family. Uh-huh. I'm excited, y'all. All right. Anyway. If I knew how to live tweet, I'd be doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. so <laughs> if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it in. So today, special Why show. Why the jazz hands up? Like, gonna... today? <laughs> no one can see you. No one can see you as a jazz hand. We deserve jazz hands, but no one can see that you're Y'all deserve it. Y'all deserve it. Bitch, it's Hey, a little couple dabs. Hey. So silly. Exactly. So we got y'all in the house today. You know, 
actors, producers. I yes, love it. Thank you. Which yes. we're going to get into. Writers. Yes, because yes, I'm all about progression. Thank you. You know, yes. motherfuckers ain't just acting no more, bitch. Right. You got to have five jobs. Yeah, come yes. on. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <clears throat> so, let me introduce first to my right, DeWanda Weiss. Hi. Do you, do you also add the Miller in there? Um, that's our in my legal, real life. Yeah, that's a legal uh, name. <laughs> so it is just the one to It is. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> and then, of course, my man, Alano Miller. What's up, y'all? My How twin cousin. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> He's just a little bit taller than me. Just a little taller. I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Exactly. Star, pimp dog himself. Yes. Yeah, how, many, how many hyphens should I keep you on? Listen. Mr. Evil. Listen to <laughs> no, you know what? what? Look, look. No. The real okay. Oliver Twist. No. Yeah. no, 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 no. The real Artful Oliver Dodger. That's yeah. the wow. That's, the that's one. a good one. That's really that's I know, I know you, I know you did the show. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. That is the show. I, okay, I will accept that. Yeah, Dodge. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see him in that top hat, I'm like, look at this black, okay. awful Dodger like looking motherfucker. Like the tutorial skills right. is like there. It's exactly. like clothes. Yes. Okay. When Kato comes out, like, what he gonna wear? It's uh-huh. true. It's, it's, it's true. You know, yeah. Clothes. It's true. We, you can give it to him. Hey. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why this is an important episode? I gotta tell y'all because there's so much stuff that's going on in the world right now, and I think okay. First, like, can I just preface this, you guys? Let me lay the foundation for you. Hey, Jeff, because me and Jeff Thorne, uh, you know me and Jeff for years. Me and him, Jeffrey Thorne's we, yes. a big writer producer, right? We right. dislike <clears throat> a lot of slave narratives. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I mean, let me rephrase that. Uh, narratives of enslavement because we didn't Correct. come here enslaved as we was enslaved. Right. So, you know, there's certain movies that we will go see and talk about, like we saw 12 Years a Slave, we'll go mm-hmm. see some stuff. But there came a point where honestly, like, I just didn't want to see another slave movie where it was like, are we going to do something? Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. the slave narratives I've read and have listened to mm-hmm. and have like done research <clears throat> for my own writing and, and, and for books, because I write science fiction and I write horror and I mix a lot of historical fiction. Especially with black people, and yes. especially black people from the diaspora, which is from the Caribbean, from the continent, or hey, from you know, my USA. people. I was about to say, look, a you like a there. tri level <laughs> like Bahamas, Jamaica, Cuban, every yeah. island, like, all the islands. I'm here, our cousin from the islands. It's right here. But it was like, it got to a point where, and I'm gonna say, be honestly, it's like, I did not want to see another. Mm-hmm. Like the last one. But I we saw, talked about it when it came out. Listen, the last slave <laughs> narrative story that I saw that I really liked was the Book of Negroes. Mm-hmm. Because one, it was from a perspective we never saw before. Mm-hmm. It was dealing with Britain, Canada, and a black woman and just doing some stuff. And it mm-hmm. was the first time I was actually starting to see us actually do something and yeah. mm-hmm. have a little agency. Mm-hmm. So when Underground came out, my first thought was, well. Oh. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's my Lisa voice. Like, I don't know. I want to support the brother. <laughs> she turns into a six-year-old all of a sudden. You know, because <laughs> you know, I'm always open to something new. And <clears throat> what made me honestly want to check it out, one, was the, the actors they had in it. But number two, it was Misha. It was the, the producer mm-hmm. and the creator of it. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself... We would love to have her on the show. Yeah, if, if, if someone's going to tell a story <laughs> about us and have it be nuanced and truthful and done some research... I would entrust that with a black woman. I'm sorry, I'm biased that way. I hear That's you. just how it is. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. Right? Yeah. You know, and so I thought, let me give it a chance. All right? Mm-hmm. Baby. Mm-hmm. Get it. So I look at get all New Orleans. <laughs> you got New Orleans. <laughs> so fast. Baby. Baby. Let me tell you. And I just got back last night. Let me tell you. From the first pilot episode, mm-hmm. I was like, I was this, this this, ain't what you've never seen. I think seen. that's why we never tried to sell the show. We were just like, just watch it. Yeah. That was the pitch. Yeah. 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 Right? We're like, like yeah, I, cool. I was like, let me, okay. And I thought, okay, y'all can't do it again. Second episode. By the third episode, 
I went to Amazon Prime, <laughs> right? I bought the first season, uh-huh. that part, and then I put it on my watch list. Like, if the second season comes through, mm-hmm. I'm there. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. It's 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 this idea that it's the first time I've seen a, a story that's historical about blackness in America <clears throat> that is speaking truthfully mm-hmm. and honestly. And it's giving us complex And it gives us all sides. It's listen, not just the black man side. Yeah. Because you know how, because last year when that episode dropped, when the natives came, mm-hmm. when that side of the family came out mm-hmm. and shot them white men up, mm-hmm. how many times did I rewind that back up? <laughs> <laughs> how many times? I was live tweeting it. it. When I was live tweeting it, I was like, y'all. Y'all, I didn't have to get the native fam. I'm like, hashtag native, the Batman alert for native folk. Like, yeah. listen, when have you seen that? Like, that stuff really happened, yeah. but it's the first time I ever saw it on a show. And I was like, Damn, You were hyped up for two I, weeks look, on that. Look, I was so high, I was like, what? And then the other reason why is because if they have black people talking very truthfully about power and privilege, mm-hmm. especially among black people. Yeah. Those dealing with the color. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The old house Negroes. Mm-hmm. And you, you never had those honest discussions. Yeah, you've never seen it. And yeah. having those people, like the lighter skin characters, mm-hmm. recognize that. Right. Mm-hmm. And address it themselves, too. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you something about, about yourself, Alano, and your character, Kate. Who <laughs> so, is not a house Negro. He's not. He is not a house He's Negro. He's not. He, your character because you're in the those, field, right? I'm in yeah. the field. Yeah. yeah, so people always get that twisted. They yeah. do. They yeah. always yeah. say the house Negro. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Nope, no, no, no. Yeah. not in the house. This is what I like about the character because uh, my two favorite characters on the show mm-hmm. are Cato and Ernestine. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you have the main characters. Sure. You know, like you know the love. Oh, you know, especially Aldous. Aldous. Uh, Aldous. Look, he don't got swole this season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at, and we have to talk about this. He was swole this season one, bitch. Wait, wait, wait. It's a lot of nakedness. Yes. And a lot of love. A lot of pause in the TV. Look, <laughs> listen, it's one of the things I think has always been missing from the TV shows is the black sexuality during slavery times yes. as if we weren't having sex or True. having love or having passion mm-hmm. and this season they really amped it up and I just thought oh shit that is so real we've mm-hmm. never seen that but the reason why I like uh, Cato and Ernestine so much is because they're two of the most complex and nuanced characters because a lot of times you see these characters in history and you just think, well, they're just the bad guy, and that's all. But you get to see why they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. And they're the most, for me personally, engaging. And well, you told that whole, your unexpected. character told that whole story, like with episode three, about yes. how you became who <clears throat> yeah. you were. It was bad. And every time they come on screen, I'm like, you don't know what's going to happen. Next, right? You know? Seeing. And like I was, tell- wait, I was telling you this morning, you know, um, thank you. like the last that. episode. We're going to get into you, no, baby. Yeah. Hold on. No, no. She, no. <laughs> oh, I was working with Queen Steam, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the reason why is because, and with Clara, Clara's character, too, if you're watching Underground, y'all, Lana's come in the last few episodes and she's like, I can't even describe it. She I first was saw going her, in this moment. Listen, listen. Though, yeah. When I first saw her character pop up on screen, mm-hmm. my first thing was, oh my God, she's gorgeous. <laughs> Number two, she's coming from like that gullah color. I mean, like, yes. I was like, I was there. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like having Daughters of the Dust flashbacks. Like, yes. I hope this is a recurring <laughs> Which character. I had to watch yes. twice. Yes. I, you're welcome. No, it's okay. You're welcome. Sometimes, because Daughters of the Dust sometimes is kind of difficult for people. It to is. Enjoy. It was a tough it's one. Not, it's not yeah. an easy one. But it was like, I was so riveted. Mm-hmm. Because these are characters who would be so easy for them to be written as caricatures and as stereotypes. But they aren't. And there's a richness to it. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's really made me rethink how I look at uh, our history in this country in terms of those black people who have to make certain choices. Because I have to admit, for you, Alano, I was pissed off for a couple of times where I thought, you're not for us. You're one of them brothers that we should have killed a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) But then I have to remember, 
generational trauma. Mm-hmm. People deal with things differently. And the one of the things that, that physically, of course, <coughs> the burning of Cato's character on the side of the face, and there's a certain moments, because you just blow people off the screen anyway. Mm-hmm. All the time. Like, I had to, like, mm-hmm. la- like What did you say about his love interest? Look, look. What did you say? So, the last episode, y'all. Last <laughs> episode. Whisper, look. I know. Here, here. <laughs> so, when Cato, look, if y'all ain't caught up with the show, shame on you. You know Lisa's oh, yeah. rule. So, when Cato. They got one week. Listen, listen. <laughs> when Cato went to, to England, right? Mm-hmm. And he got his new little girlfriend and stuff like that. <laughs> Like, I was praying for the actress because you were just blowing, like, every time you're on the, on the screen with somebody, you're just blowing people away. And, like, I was praying for the actress, like, hold on, sister. <laughs> get, get through the scene. Get through the scene, sis. <laughs> A little longer. Because it's like, I mean, I know in your bio it says this at the very bottom. It's like, you're acting on, especially on the show, it's like, it really is, I don't want to say cliche, it is a revelation. Absolutely. Thank you. Like, when I see that character, I have to go back and think, because I think about those characters in Caribbean who are known as the Bad Johns. And I think about those characters like the, um, uh, we talk about the old uh, uh, mythologies about, uh, oh, what's the one, the, the black dude who has the big hammer? Mm. John, is it John? John mm-hmm. Henry? Yeah. Those kind of, you know, mm-hmm. oh, right, yeah, larger yeah. than life mm-hmm. type characters. <laughs> To the point where they're like, oh, they're just like these mythical creatures and they become like magical Negroes. Right. Cato's character is just so nuanced and so on point. And even in the first season when stuff was going down, it's like, I don't think Brug will make it. And when your character came back, I rejoiced. I'm yeah. like, first of all, Brother Man still got a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that number two. That's good. You need to okay. no, talk to me. Hey, it's true. Two, you know, we have this character that is really... Um, really complicated and it's very easy to like hate this character mm-hmm. but I can't I, I'm a part of me just still roots for him and as, as ironic and hypocritical as that might sound some of the choices he makes I have to really rethink a lot of us make choices mm-hmm. that are right for us but that aren't right for others mm-hmm. yeah. I was really mad at um, Amira Van's character Ernestine when if you didn't see the show there was an episode when you got the two moms who had to make some choices yeah. and mm-hmm. the one mom you're like, the first person I, to actually say that you're the first person, the first person. Listen, everyone listen. loves the fact everyone that she everyone else they said, like she they, gotta do when I do it it's wrong do. when Kato does it it's wrong but <laughs> no. when Ernestine does, does it it's no. yeah. hey I understand no and I and it was one, and, and people look the sisters <laughs> on Black Nerves and all that they had to talk me down because I was like I'm really pissed off at Ernestine mm-hmm. like how are you gonna kill somebody mm-hmm. and they got, and I realized they were like Lisa put yourself in that position you got two moms mm. who are trying to do the best for their families mm-hmm. and they're trying to survive in the way they know how mm-hmm. and sometimes somebody got to go you know sometimes stuff happens <laughs> and you got to like deal with it mm-hmm. and I was devastated for like <laughs> three weeks <laughs> and then they started really like fleshing out Ernestine and Ernestine and I really got it and so that's why I think like your character and 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 Ernestine are like my favorites because mm-hmm. it really pushes me to really think about my judgment of other mm. black people when they make choices not only in the past mm-hmm. but for those of us right now yes. yeah. temporary definitely. Right. Yes. so there's like this complexity and I have never seen that in, in you know historical dramas like this yes. and that's why it's so important that your character lives so whatever I got to do to keep <laughs> I will do it because this season start that petition oh my god <laughs> this season he's been doing some things where it was like like literally I sit with my glass of wine mm-hmm. and like there was times and I was crying like with your character Clara mm-hmm. child look <laughs> look <laughs> when Ernestine look if y'all ain't watched the episode I ain't gonna spoil it for this week but there's a scene where Clara one of the plays who's amazing where she has to go to Ernestine mm-hmm. and ask for some help mm-hmm. for a certain situation mm-hmm. and Ernestine tells her that might not be the way to go mm-hmm. and then something happens to Clara's character and like I was crying I was bawling because mm-hmm. I was like I felt that pain mm-hmm. and I was like 
man, we had it really fucked up back then. <laughs> like, yeah. what would I do? Mm-hmm. And so it just really just pushes you to think about in terms of those, those type of choices. And it's, it's anyway, let's get into you guys talking because I have to lay that foundation out. I know, it's like out. 90 minutes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a powerful I'm like, show. where's my popcorn? This is, yes. this is good. No. Good. It's like um, Alana and Dewanda who? No. <laughs> and and Dewanda, because she's doing something that's even extra, because both of these guys are on like Shots Fired. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, these character actors are like, they're just banging. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but guess who's playing Nola Darling? Hey. Okay. My baby. An iconic hey. role, My which baby. is important. Yeah. And I mentioned this earlier because she's playing a character in Underground from Clara who's talking about sexual right. agency right. and control. <laughs> Absolutely. To the contemporary time, to a character who has some agencies in a polyamorous relationship. Right. And I apologize for you because the men. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say no names. She got a hold of this. Look. Oh my God. What? And Cleo Anthony? Child, mm-hmm. listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about Anthony Ramos and the rest of them. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be on set all the time? Are we? Oh, no, we already I've already done. They've already okay. shot it. Were you, were you like. Hovering nearby? No, 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 no. Okay. I love my wife. husband MVP of the year last yeah, year. Yeah, no, I, you know, look, I, I, Spike and I have had conversations. It was very respectful. Um, I trust my wife. My wife knows how to handle herself in all those positions. And uh, the men, I met them. And, <laughs> yes. and my, they see how and small the men, he is. They okay. know. The, yeah, men, the, men, the men were very respectful and we had conversations and they were just nice guys and we didn't talk about anything that was like sexuality. We just, yeah. I just wanted them to be comfortable and I wanted her to be really protected and comfortable. And um, and that was that. I mean, at the end of the day, I need her to have her space to do what she does. Why you marry a feminist, guys? Yeah. So, Uh, I mean. Who you (laughs) open the door? (laughs) So, let's get into Matoma's little bit of their background. Because I really want to talk about how you guys prep for these roles. One, for you getting ready to do when you were doing Clara. Mm -hmm. And also for Nola Darling and all the other fantastic stuff you've done. And also, we were getting to this earlier in terms of what you had to prepare to play. Mm. <laughs> mm. Man. Okay. <clears throat> so tell the kids where you're from, how you got into the game. Um, I am from Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. I started <clears throat> acting when I was 15, like a 90s movie cliche. <laughs> <laughs> My drama teacher gave me detention for being late to class, chronically late. Um, and my detention was auditioning for The Music Man. And that's literally really? how I got into acting. And I got real so serious. Say, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Got real yeah, serious about it really fast. Mm-hmm. Broke up with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was like, I'm moving to New York when I graduate. I'm super <laughs> dramatic about it. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what I did. I moved to New York. I trained at NYU. Tish. Um, Tish School of the yeah, Arts. Get it right, girl. Um, did a double major <laughs> with a minor. And I met Alano soon thereafter. Oh, it was back then. Oh, back in the day. Because mm-hmm. that one thing I could tell, as soon as y'all come on the screen, because y'all seen Stella's, mm-hmm. is... <laughs> Because I come from the theater too, I haven't acted in years. I've been on this side of the screen for a long time. But y'all motherfuckers come from theater. Yeah. Yes. I probably sat in three or four hundred <laughs> casting sessions as a producer and stuff. Right. I always look for the for the theater actors. Yeah. It's, always. It's, I mean, especially when you when you're There's approaching There's something yeah. you know work your like body, you Lara? understand who yes. you are. I mean, me and mm-hmm. the guy who played my father, you know, Keith Arthur Bolden, we both mm-hmm. come from theater backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Like to ask actors to jump into that accent. <laughs> to that kind mm-hmm. of, um, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of the depth of that kind of character work in a 
do it in a way that's like going to be thorough and collaborative. Yeah. And, you know, we had, thank God, a consult on set mm-hmm. in Queen Quet, and she was literally there with Gullah translations. Yes. And we were yeah. playing around with how far we were going to go with the mm-hmm. dialect and all mm-hmm. that. And, you know, it's... Um, it would have been a different Amira too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why Ernestine is so thorough. You know, mm-hmm. we met years ago yeah. when Alano and Amira did a reading together. Mm. So yeah, yeah. all all that New York squad for sure. Yeah, they handle that double dialect. That, that all the we. <laughs> and what about you, Alana? What's your story? Uh, so um, I'm, I'm originally from Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a performing arts high school. I started acting actually at a really, really young age. My mom used to make me come downstairs and perform for guests. You know, <laughs> uh, and I was doing public speaking. Yes. Yeah, I was doing public speaking at the age of five. So oh, really? I was doing a lot of motivational speaking and traveling the country doing that. And so that he kind was of. in the great debaters and shit. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But no, my mom was uh, just a big support of the arts. My sister was a ballerina in in Atlanta. And so uh, I was introduced into musical theater and to dancing and Mm -hmm. to um, acting at a very young age. And then I got to a performing arts high school and I ended up... uh, uh, doing a lot of plays and I ended up doing Keenan and Kel and mm-hmm. stuff like that and I just fell in love with uh, what it did you know um, and and I think at first it was just uh, on the you know on a surface level it was just really about the attention mm-hmm. and then by the time I got to uh, I went to New York SUNY Purchase and uh, I did this play called Not By Bed Alone mm-hmm. and it was a French farce and uh Afterwards, um, this young lady came up to me and she said, you know, I haven't laughed like that in a long time. And I just want to say I've been very depressed and have considered suicide. Mm. And that actually is what shook me. Mm -hmm. Um, It was that how important it was and how special theater is, how special this opportunity is to affect lives. Mm -hmm. And so I got rid of the surface level of it Mm -hmm. and started to dig deep into what I really wanted and (laughs) continued and went to Penn State and got my master's and just started doing work that really mattered to me. So I was very picky in the beginning because everyone wanted, said, just take anything. And I said, no, I'm Mm -hmm. going to be picky the entire time. And it's really easy to do that. I just want to make that money or make that start. I'm like, I'm going to do this. But that that gumption from jump, like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be selective. Yeah. I really, really wanted to make sure that I was a part of the new, I wanted to be part of the new renaissance, you Mm -hmm. know, and I wanted to be a part of the new voices. I wanted to support those voices. I wanted us to tell our stories in a way that was significant and powerful and had purpose and, and excellent and excellent yes. and uh, mm-hmm. so I really challenged myself to just be patient and be quiet mm-hmm. and sit and do what I needed to do and mm-hmm. you know God has led me here and I'm very very honored thank God because it's yes. like I'm sitting there every week like come on now <laughs> <laughs> so so how did you get this role on Underground? Because I've seen you some other things, too, because a lot yeah. of times you see really mm-hmm. good character actors, mm-hmm. and you recognize them, and you don't recognize their name, and so when you popped up well, on y'all Underground... y'all been around for a minute. Yeah. Both of y'all. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I recognize that face, mm-hmm. recognize that acting, and it was the first time I got to see... Because a lot of times when, you, when you're an actor, you get roles, and sometimes it's like for one episode, mm-hmm. and you yeah. don't really get to see... And this right. is the first time I've actually got to see you... Do it, right? Do it, yeah. you know? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, I literally jumping from... Jane the Virgin to this was just like a leap Um, Mm -hmm. but it was a good leap it's what I've always dreamed of doing Uh, I went in for the audition like everybody else you Mm -hmm. know and uh, which which is great now to say but it was like how many 
400. No, what? People who went in for Kato? Yeah. It was like 1,200. Yeah. Wow. And, uh... Well, what do you think you brought? Yeah, I was just... <laughs> I, 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 I think I... Like, I think I brought my light-skinned self. <laughs> <laughs> because... Well, they did. They knew what they, they wanted, knew they wanted. Like. They wanted him to be fair-skinned, and that was a thing that she... That Misha said from jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and there ain't that many of us. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, but it was like... She went in, and then, you know, it was such a thorough process that and that pilot season was so weird but he went in and then it was like a month later when they had him back in yeah so I went in and um, yeah and then so that tells me they adjusted some things in the script probably no, she was. I mean, Misha was from, just from Inception said, "This is what I wanted." Yeah, and they, and just they kept went doing, through the process yeah. of yeah, yeah, okay, seeing yeah. more and more people. That's a black woman. For you. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "No, for real." Yes, I said, "This I is said, what I wanted." And so yeah, so yes. I get this phone call. Actually, I said funny. What I said. <laughs> I get. I I I was up for another show, um, Shades of Blue, mm-hmm. and uh, I made a phone call to my agent and said, "Hey, you know." Talk to me about Underground again. Um, the first time they handed it to me, I didn't want to go in. Why? Oh, because it was a slave narrative. And I was Same like, thing. See? Ain't nobody in the and, I didn't, I and I didn't want to do that. I didn't even get a chance to get to the script right. because at that <laughs> right. point, the, the way they pitched it was like, it's a slave narrative. I think I read it first. Yeah. And okay. then I was like, nah. And then Dewanda. <laughs> and I am not alone. Okay. And I was like, I'm good. You okay. know, shades of blue it is. No, I'm just playing. No, no. <laughs> just playing. I was playing. <laughs> and then, uh, well, shades of blue for me, I was, I was already upset about it because it was about a young man who goes in and kills a, a black kid who mm-hmm. was playing a video game that sounds like he's shooting um, that's shooting and I thought it was very reckless mm-hmm. in some of the things that they were handling right. at the time in the inception of it mm-hmm. when we first started so I was very much at, at odds with that show mm-hmm. um and then they wanted to make it a comedy. Uh, when uh, no, seriously, because in the in the yeah, room that in that scene, there's a scene that happens, and I was playing it. You know, very like this is I just killed the kid. It's my yeah. first day on right, the job, right. and they were like, "Isn't it hilarious?" And, and you're I'm like, like "Trauma, no, no, no. Okay. you know, it's not yeah. funny. This is not okay. Yeah. Trauma, that's right. not okay." So anyway, so I was already at odds at that point, mm-hmm. and so I, I made a phone call to my agent and said, "Hey, listen, how's Underground? What was going on with that? I know they haven't cast a guy. What's going on?" Mm-hmm. So they reached back out, but funny enough, Misha had already already made a phone call asking, you know, for me to come back in. So I, I go back in and she said, I just want you to play, you know, just continue to play with the character. So mm-hmm. I, I did it a couple of times and she was like, great, this is what I, you got, let's, let's go in for the test. And so I tested mm-hmm. with a couple people um, and it was with Aldous as well. Uh, he had already gotten the part, but we were just doing a chemistry read. And it was just, I think it was clear. It was like, they're both around the same height. Yeah. Right? The juxtaposition is like right. perfect. Right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and we just had a great chemistry together. And uh, at, and at that point, I remember being in the car and then everyone calling me and saying, hey, we got some news about Underground. And, you know, they do that whole, like, oh, so sorry kind because of thing. Teen yeah. agents are on the phone. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I was thinking, oh, crap, now I got to go in and test for blue, Shades of Blue kind of thing. Meanwhile, then, I'm looking up restaurants. And she is. She's already preparing. In Baton Rouge. It's a, in Baton Rouge. She's already looked up apartments. She's like, no, Alano, like, you're, you're going to get this part. How are we going to live in Baton Rouge? Oh, no. Black women. Black women be knowing okay I she knew it. she was just like saying. I don't know what That's the what problem saying. is I was like what are you doing <laughs> so she kept doing I was like no there's no way they're gonna give it to me but anyway and I got the job and <laughs> I just remember being excited and fearful at the same time because mm-hmm. I knew um 
what I wanted to present with this character and I didn't want him to be a villain. Mm -hmm. I didn't want him to be cliche. I didn't want, so I was really nervous because I knew I was going to have, I thought I was going to have a dog fight, Mm. you know, with the producers and the writers. And I thought, Oh my God, you know, I'm going to sit here and tell this, this woman Mm -hmm. uh, and and Joe Mm Pekaski that, Hey, uh, I don't want him to be the typical character. I, I think we could do way more and it could be, you know, much mm-hmm. more powerful. And funny enough, no, they were on the same page of okay. saying, we want to turn this character upside down and yeah. say, nope, he's all these things. Right. And that's you never even, see him coming. Right. You never see him and coming. And so exactly. I started to talk about chess playing mm-hmm. a lot because he is a chess player. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not a checkers player. He's a chess player. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I just love he's the fact thinker. that right. he's a thinker. He's constantly mm-hmm. thinking ahead and he's saying, okay, if, this, if I get caught in this corner, I have another corner. And how do I get out of this right. situation? And so, uh, uh, that was the whole thing. And as I started to play him, you know, you have an Anthony Hemingway on mm-hmm. set who's directing and he would say, not here, do it over here. Mm-hmm. And then I started to say, oh, I see where we're going. Mm-hmm. And that little by little was, you know, getting into Cato was starting to understand how he thinks first as mm-hmm. opposed to how he feels. Right. Um, and I had <clears throat> Dewanda come on set. Because I was like, look, woman, I, I don't want to embarrass us. <laughs> and the one is like, us. <laughs> oh, no, it's definitely us. us. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to embarrass us. And right now, I'm not trusting that I'm in the right space. Um, and so she came on set or whatever. And I said, you know, just just let me know if I'm in the ballpark of what this is what I'm going for. Right. This is where I'm, my head is. Is that's what is that what I'm playing with right, right now? And right. so, so you guys like just in the trailer practicing, or are you on the? No, 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 no. She's watching. Yeah, watch. Okay, watch and uh, you know, and it was funny because Misha was there on set every day, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, she would look over at Dewanda like, "What is this bitch doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, did this bitch just get up and say something to him? Like, did he give, did did she give him a note? Like, what is she? (laughs) Girl. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and I think that's where it was. It was just uh, making sure because you can't see yourself. Yeah. You don't know. And uh, and it is a bit of trust. But right. with with that, it was, you know, of course, I know what I'm playing in the scene and I know what I'm doing with the other actors and I'm listening and all these other things. But at the same time, there is something out with Cato that is very specific. And you have to be able to say, yes, that all that playing the scene is great. Mm-hmm. But there is these these little bitty moments yeah. that you, you have need, little beats in between. Yeah, yeah that you yeah. need to catch. Right. And they're very specific. And if you don't catch them. Them, that it, it's a different story. It just makes it generic, and right, I don't want right, to make it generic. Yeah, and right. that, uh, and that was really kind of how it started until we got to season two, and then Misha and Joe dropped the bomb on me and said, "No, no, no, we're gonna go darker and deeper, and yeah. I need everything that's inside you." Mm. Um, and that was scarier. But I mean, Cato from the beginning was a scary character because mm-hmm. uh, he asked of things of me that I, I wasn't, I didn't know if I could give um, mm. because his point of view on life, his, uh, his. It, everyone says, oh, he's just, you don't know what he's going to do next. But I think what it is for me is that he's so open and free and uh, he has no, you know, uh, lane. Hmm. 
You know what I mean? He doesn't look at the world the same way mm-hmm. as I do. And mm-hmm. that has actually opened me up mm-hmm. as an as an actor and as, as Alano to say, I don't need to uh, have a lane. I can do whatever. You know what I mean? I can take my space and I don't have to, you know, move out of the way when someone walks towards me. I don't have to, oh, excuse me, I'm so sorry. You know, mm-hmm. I can be here and that is acceptable. And I can be a bold black man and I don't have to bow or bend or break. And that's what he's... You know, you know one of my favorite moments is is when the the I forget the character's name. Forgive me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when you get the whip and you get in charge in season right. one, yes, the moment where he embraced. I've been wanting this all my life. Yes. Like, I'm willing to not even go with y'all on this trip. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there was such a big like reversal change. It was like the day you guys are supposed to leave or some shit, and you yeah. were like. No, bitch, I ain't going. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you have those moments. So I'm, I'm actually really interested in the fact that you were worried in yourself as an actor about are you even, you know, performing to the level that you want? And you brought your girl on the set, yeah, because we don't see it at all, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. All I see is, like she said, mm-hmm. scene stiller. Right. You were so confident on the set mm-hmm. or in in the moment. You don't know it at all. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't know it at all. But that's good to know that you can trust. Yeah. You need that other... Because sometimes you don't know if the director and them are giving you what you think you need. Sometimes well, I mean, yeah. Know. It was the first time working yeah. with Anthony. It's the first time working with anybody. Sure. You know what I mean? So you're for literally... For a series reg? For a series reg. Yeah. For a series reg. And yeah. so... A lot going, of stake. Mm-hmm. A lot of stake. Right. And yeah. just also, I really wanted to pay homage to a man that needed a voice. Right. You know, at the end of the day, this is a character I knew everyone was going to have feelings about. Right. Um, and I didn't want him to be just any old person just mm-hmm. walking by. He's so special. Yeah, he's and not a Dave Chappelle character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so special And um, I think that A lot of people Are Cato In many ways You know I have so many Arguments with people <laughs> <laughs> Do you because, be on Twitter Going in Oh, oh man I God. go in on Twitter If uh, you're live yeah. tweeting Oh with uh, yeah. me I, I don't play I have fun um, <laughs> I troll everyone <laughs> You got one follower I will troll you <laughs> You a straight up troll <laughs> No I, You know The thing about it Is I say We all have Cato in us mm-hmm. And uh, people say You know I'm 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 uh, I'm Noah or I'm Rosalie or mm-hmm. I'm Ernestine or I'm this and mm-hmm. I said no you're more like Sam mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you don't know that but you're more like Sam mm-hmm. you know if the, if the opportunity presented itself mm-hmm. to you you'd be like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be good and if I'm just I'm just good and excellent then everything will turn out okay mm-hmm. yeah and then you know when it's time for us to all get together and run you may not be the person you may right. stop right and get scared and grab that bucket of water and yep. throw it over the fire. Yep. And that's really kind of the thing. Um, but I said that we all are and that we have a little bit of good and a little bit of evil in mm-hmm. us. And so we're always at odds with choosing which side to be Yeah, on. when it comes to survival, mm-hmm. evil comes out sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> evil, evil. But what I like about Cato is it's like he's very clear. Mm-hmm. On what it is he needs to do. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of times the other characters like they're kind of vast like, I don't know, I don't know. Like nope. you see Cato, like he's thinking and he's like, look, I'm already got a plot. Like y'all plotting this, I'm already thinking five, six steps ahead mm-hmm. of you. Like if this shit don't work out, right. how am I gonna navigate? And <coughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. And I realize a part of me is probably that would be the part type of slave I would be. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm being very honest. Right. Like, I probably that one be like, 
Yeah, fuck them kids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing, too, is, you know I mean, this is, a, this is a man who, is, who has escaped twice. Mm-hmm. You know, he's run twice to get his wife. You know what I mean? And been burned twice. Mm-hmm. And then burns himself. Right. You know what I mean? And so that removal of that man, mm-hmm. removal of that, he's in a place where it's like, look, it's just me at this point. Yeah. And so getting the people off, even off the plantation, was still about him. Right. Uh, shooting Zeke was a life or death situation. Right. That was about him. Right. I mean, that's the kind of man that he is. is mm-hmm. You make tough decisions. It's going to be, you know, and say people say, well, you know, you and Zeke, y'all could have took them together, but that's a that's a 50-50 <laughs> that's, chance. So you know what I mean? It's so easy <laughs> it's to say so that. Easy to say right. that. Right. But mm, when it's like, they will, you know, they will brand uh, Zeke. Mm-hmm. They will kill Cato. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. You know too much. Mm-hmm. I know way too yeah. much. And I've been given Definitely. too much responsibility. Mm-hmm. So what is there left, right. you know, for yeah. this type of man yeah. to kill him? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so that, I think for me, that's what's so special about uh, Cato is that he keeps me guessing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And keeps me on my feet. So what was the preparation from the beginning to, because now that Cato, like you said, is going darker now. Yeah. What is the pre- uh, the preparation <laughs> for you? <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm there with it. Like, you know what? I got to see where this goes. Yeah. Like, a part of me is like nervous, but I want to see, like, you know, second season. What was the preparation that's different from the first season? Um, I watched the... <laughs> DeWanda knows that. Go ahead. Go ahead they were tell. qualifying it as... Um, Misha qualified it as the making of a terrorist. Wow. So season two. I watched a lot of documentaries. Okay. I wanted to see how cold someone really can get when they've been pushed to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to know why people tick the way they tick, you know? And so it was a lot of research on that. Um, watched a lot of mass murderers, mm-hmm. things serial like that, killers. serial killers, right. things like that. Thanks, and Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Plug. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I did. I did that. And then I think also... It, as much as you want to prepare, as much as you want to read, there is nothing that can truly prepare you for what is in store. Because you don't know the scripts. You don't know where he's, where they're asking. All they're telling you is, we want you to go darker. And, and this is Greek mm-hmm. tragedy work. Yeah. You know, yeah, when does. you're training, they say, like, there are just some stories, Shakespeare, Greek tragedy, mm-hmm. that you cannot... There's no as if. There's right. no mm-hmm. what is this like in right. my yeah. life. <laughs> Thank God right. there's yeah, no what no is this like to right. me. Um, but what I will say is we... What did keep me like all over the place? Uh, one, I was I was uh, I was fighting. They had me mm-hmm. practicing as a as a you know a fighter, and uh, the hitting mm-hmm. um, in practice, I, I could feel there was a difference. I wa- mm-hmm. I wanted there the hits, everything, all of that was kind of a metaphor for what was about to happen, and oh, I could kind of prepare. That kind of mm-hmm. prepared me. Being hit mm-hmm. was being was preparing me mm-hmm. for something, and I knew it. It's just some sometimes in life there are moments in your life that. You could be doing something simple and it just picks, you know, Mm -hmm. you go, this is what this is, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's something as simple as boxing for me was something Mm -hmm. that really Mm -hmm. ignited uh, Cato that there's a fight in him. But then there's going to be a lot of punches that are going to be given that he can't take. Mm -hmm. Um, And how is he going to react to that? Um, And then on top of that, we shot out of sync. Wow. So, because Journey Smollett Bell was uh, pregnant, pregnant yeah. um, congratulations, uh, cutest baby ever. Oh my yes. god, Hunter. Oh my god, so is she? Right. Yeah, makes right. sense. Well, I mean, Josiah has something to do with yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but the thing about it was that uh, so we shot episode, we shot the one and two, right? And then all of a sudden, I skipped to ten. I'm shooting episode ten now. And I sit out. For Are they like, block shooting or something? Well, no, I had to sit out because we were trying to shoot her out. Oh, so I had to sit out for like a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So I'm just sitting Did there. Did you stay in Training. Louisiana? 
Yeah, I stayed. Okay. I, we didn't shoot in Louisiana the second season. Okay. The second season was Savannah, okay. Georgia. So I sat out for a month. Really? And I, that actually allowed me to fester. Huh. It allowed me wow. to fester and it allowed me to, to be uh, alienated. Really? Yeah, wow. because I'm not on set. Right. I don't know what they're going through. Yeah. And it be, actually be built an anxiousness, yeah. a frustration, an anger, a sense of like, oh, when I get on set. I'm yeah. Yeah. And it built a type of ferociousness that I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat everybody. I love it. Don't you love it? Love it. <laughs> it, it. It really did because they would come on set and all had, and I was like, yeah. and I'm sitting here and I'm <laughs> <laughs> but it did, Dewanda, because Dewanda was working. And so like, my wife was real. working. She was right. already doing Clara and Ernest because right. Clara and Ernestine were the whole right. thing. So everyone had their own thing, and I'm like, and she's coming home like, oh, we killed that scene. It was amazing. <laughs> and I and I was just like, you bitches, kill everyone. Like, and and then it was funny because um, the first day I come back to set, you know, Misha comes on set or whatever, and everyone was kind of like, okay, we're gonna we gotta warm you up to get you ready and I was like nope I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so hungry so he gave me that speech mm-hmm. I had a speech where the first thing I did was uh, there was a episode 5 that I had to do where I had to walk down the step and do this whole yeah. speech right. or whatever and I was just so hungry mm. for every word every mm-hmm. moment because uh, because I hadn't had a chance mm-hmm. and so and, and he was aching to get out mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, so that preparation was more in the the circumstance that I was put in mm-hmm. um, that forced Cato to be where he is. Man, because right that one from that so that one dinner scene you have when you sit in the restaurant after you if you've seen the episode mm-hmm. in the restaurant <laughs> and Cato's kind of living large. Yeah, it's just it's such an intense scene. It's like they gonna punch each other. Like I know, and you can just see Cato trying to keep it together. And he's like, I got all. These people, <laughs> and I'm just like, hold it together, Kato. Don't embarrass yourself in the restaurant because they. And then it was just like you could just see this this buildup, mm-hmm. and it was just it was just amazing. And I was just Thank like, you. that's that's my shit. Now mm. for you, mm. the other Kato. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about shots fired. Well, okay, we'll get. Let's to that. get into that. Okay, just a little bit. Okay, okay. Since we got her here, right? And, my, and our, our dude is McBedencourt. Hey, mm-hmm. yes, man. He told me to tell y'all what's up. <laughs> what's up? That's my dude. Matter of fact, I'll text him this morning. I said, "Guess who's coming on the show?" <laughs> He's like, "I'm still waiting for her to do mine, but that's cool too." <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what he said right quick. Oh shit. Sure. What you got? <laughs> oh shit. Sure. No. Hey, Mick. What, what he said? She said, "Oh, I said, um, yo, Mick, I'm having your girl Dewanda Wise and her husband Alana Miller from the underground <clears throat> on my podcast today." He says, um. I said, you know I shout you out. And he said, oh, she's, she's incredible. And so is Alano. Please tell him hello. And I'm so excited for the success. Oh, thank you. What's up? What's up, Mick? What's hey, up? Mick. What's going on? <laughs> so give us a little, little shot of fire. How did that come to you? She bad. Um, <laughs> Shots fired. I had auditioned for three roles on that show. Really? Um, and Shamika was my cold read. I literally, you know, went out, <clears throat> prepared, um, mm-hmm. Basically, the scene from the first episode mm-hmm. um, and came back in. And strangely enough, I mean, the role originally was written for a woman in her, in her 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at we this know you point, 19. We know. Yeah. <laughs> Zero <Yo>. children. <laughs> Dual income, no kids. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, at this point, the first time I'd ever met Jean and Reggie, it mm-hmm. was Reggie. And it was for Notorious in like 2007. Oh, wow. So it was this thing where I had. I mean, I've known them for years. At this mm-hmm. point, it's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. I auditioned for that. I went in for, I was up for Gun Hill, this backdoor pilot who did mm-hmm. for BET. I went in for Beyond the Lights. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was like 
this was the emotional fit. I mean, I, I just, you know, I took to Shamika pretty instantly, you know, and one of my best friends from New York just kind of reminded me, you know, right during Ferguson, like right, right during Ferguson, right. I was having one of my many crisis, <laughs> crisis of purpose. Because mm-hmm. my, um, my other major was urban studies, and I've always thought about getting my MPP oh, in really? policy. Mm-hmm. And so I was going through that especially hard. Mm -hmm. And she was just kind of reminding me, you know, when I got this, that it was a manifestation of that Mm -hmm. um, longing Mm -hmm. and aching and prayer. So, yeah, I went in um, like everybody else. Didn't hear from them for two months. Wow. Can I say something? I don't mean to interrupt you. Keep your thought. Keep your thought. Here's what it reminds me of, because I talk to actors coming here all the time and ask me questions about Mm -hmm. shit like this. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, look, you go into an audition. Your job, we all know, is to get the part. Right. Really, your job is to kill it. Yeah, your job is to kill it every time. Because what you do, you may not be right for it. Because you're like, no, Alana's too tall. They don't quite match. Right. Stupid reason you don't get the part. Oh, for sure. Stupid reason. Right. But you go in and Reggie's like, we we got to bring her back for this other thing. We have to find the space. Still not. But we got to bring her yeah, back right. for this other thing. Mm-hmm. See right. what I mean? They mm-hmm. don't forget. Right. They, they don't. don't. I just had to say that. Yeah. Because right. people always think, I'm perfect for you. No, you ain't. Man. No, you're not. <laughs> and that no, is okay. But see, I also, okay. I also tell people, too, you know, I think what ends up happening and it gets in a lot of actors' ways, too, mm-hmm. is that they go in to say, I'm getting this job. Correct. I need to get this job. I need or to get this go, job. Or they go, or they Wait, go, what do job. they want? Right. And I'm going to become that. As opposed to, what does this mean to me? What am I bringing? Right. You know what I mean? Like trying to. But sometimes, you know, in this business, you're going to get a lot. Obviously, we all know you're going to get a lot more no's. But to plant the seeds, you're right, to kill mm-hmm. it so that you plant the seeds. So maybe it's not this project. Right. But if we don't you, forget is what right, I'm telling you. And yeah. that's the point. It's forget. like you show up and do your thing. Yeah. You planted a seed. And eventually that seed will grow. You yeah. just got to keep showing up. Because yeah. we're already going. Episode three, there's this cool scene where this right. comes in. <clears throat> Alana will be perfect. Right. You don't and even it, know. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. Absolutely. But go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt you. Okay. No, that was it. Um, it was around the same time. You know, no one knows. It's like the chicken egg thing. But um, Alana and I had produced this film together. How to Tell Your Douchebag. How to Sell Your Douchebag and went to Sundance. And so I got the offer for Shots Fired right after Sundance. Like a week after. Like a week after Sundance. So I don't know if I was Sundance shiny. I think it was a little bit of both. I think it was a little bit of both. Gina and Reggie are pretty determined. And to my understanding, you know, with everyone in that cast, pretty much, it was like, no, for real, this is who we want. Um, and I know specifically Reggie fought for me mm. with Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as it always, it usually takes a fight for me, which mm-hmm. is fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he, he definitely, you know, fought um, and championed for me to play that role. And um, Can you tell us a little bit about your role? Shamika is a mother of two. Mm-hmm. One of her sons um, is killed by police. Um, and it's kind of the... That happens? The... <laughs> Stop trying to get me to cry. This microphone. Okay. Um, and it's uh, kind of the, you know, the center of the story. You have these two mothers, um, one white, one black, who have mm-hmm. lost their, their children at the hands of the police. And it's kind of like, I don't know how to what the story device is, but like the bait and switch almost. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, because it really serves to show the juxtaposition mm-hmm. of how, you know, their stories and their lives mm-hmm. are handled, you know, by the media, by, right. you know, the police, by everything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, yeah, so that's Shamika and uh, Gina and Reg, you know, as you know, they're primarily filmmakers. So I I love their process Mm -hmm. was so much like working on a film. (laughs) Film. Like we sat down, we went over, you know, the arc. I gave Mm -hmm. them my like nerdy backstory stuff. (laughs) They incorporated into the script. You know, it was such this collaboration, the Mm -hmm. kind of thing I'm super accustomed to, like working on a play or working Mm -hmm. on an independent film. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was an actor blast. I'll you say. like she? She did a lot of stuff, though. I mean, uh, she did a lot of stuff, which was uh, what I love about my wife is that you know we. She challenges me in many ways of even just how to say uh, we got to think outside of the box, even on researching a character. Mm-hmm. So she went to uh, San Francisco, right? Yeah, it was um, <clears throat> every year. Wanda Johnson throws a birthday party for her son, Oscar Grant. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so some so, of the writers went, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yeah, 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 me and Chris Bythewood. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went that year and just, you know, sat um, in observation and the things, the like through lines of that experience, mm-hmm. a lot of it came from that trip, that experience, mm-hmm. and reading Leslie McSpadden's book because um, mm-hmm. she's the only mother so far. Actually, I think, um, I want to say Trayvon's father just wrote a book. But she she was the only mother up until that date who had written anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that wasn't like an article. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so yeah. Damn. Shamika. Because you've been doing everything like, uh, what were we saying? Like, like within like a three month period, like you've been like, yeah. turn around, shots yeah. fired. <laughs> so she it was, it basically like, it was like, it was shots fired and then Underground came right. and while she was shooting Underground, she got, she's, she's got to have, have it. it and had to go <laughs> shoot, Christ. she's got to have it and on the weekends, come, come back, back and shoot Underground. On the weekends? Yeah, yeah, because we were, because she wasn't available. <laughs> she was working <laughs> wow. and that was her, mm-hmm. you know, she's number one on the call. She can't yeah. just walk off yeah. set uh, to go shoot Underground. Yeah. But yeah, I worked a good a literal <clears throat> two months straight. Yeah, because wow. you know you do a Spike Lee show, he takes up your weekend. They made they had a whole FYI, party for her. in case anyone's wor- wondering how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> they did a whole party for her. What was it? Forty days or something mm-hmm. straight? Forty two days. Forty two days straight. It was amazing. Like, yeah, my baby wow. has been putting in work. Yeah. You know, and uh, to watch her soar has been the I think it's been. In, it's been, it's done my heart good because for so many years I've both been both you guys at the same time oh, yes but, but like, I'm getting teary I think yeah. no but shit. just Damn, but bad. just to watch her I've known how brilliant of a woman she is mm-hmm. as an artist and so there are so many people what it's, it's just funny because you know Alana would he would definitely be like oh my wife and just like it was that yeah. it was like that crazy guy He's proud of you who's yeah. just like talking like about it's so weird though when you and everyone's like okay it's so weird because I'm like look it's so weird because when I say like you know no she's bad she's amazing like she's probably one of the baddest chicks you know kind of uh-huh. thing and then they go yeah 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 you know you know that's really nice that's really nice and I'm like no seriously dude. Like, don't ever don't play when I say something to you I don't give props okay. for props right. for, you know I don't do that if I like what you do I'm giving I'm saying this to you out of genuine respect right. and love mm-hmm. appreciation and I'm saying that to my wife my you know she and I both say this every time we like we don't respect each other as far as artistry we're like mm-hmm. we're not gonna be married like it's just, yeah. we both yeah. had to see each other's work to be like okay okay uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's just one of those things but to see her do this I mean to see her first off in three months to play three different characters yes. from three different places I mean um, time periods and time oh. periods and all those things okay. I go this is lace fronts hey. <laughs> you know what I mean choices choices <laughs> come on I want a red wig and 
<laughs> she dyed her hair red for okay, underground yeah. and then to go back and be like, no, I want these. It, uh, it was just a lot. I mean, but to have that kind of point of view and to have that kind of, you know. the video of the one I seen you, baby. Yeah, I, it makes me, it just, I go, this is what we signed up for. Right. This is the part that, you know, we, All the not artists, yeah. don't yeah. get a chance to do. And so we definitely don't take it for granted yeah. for being in this moment. And so I look at her and I go, please, Soar, please keep climbing. Right. And here's an interesting thing. You think about it. Because, like, you know, I'm working, I don't know if you know, I just wrote the Black Wall Street movie, right? What? what? Oh, yeah, well, I got some shit for y'all. Oh, <laughs> you know I'm so, trying to... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, okay. So, anyway, we'll, we'll talk. <clears throat> and so, so Trip, uh, you know, trying to get, you know, actors attached and all that other bullshit. Right. Everybody's super duper duper busy. And it's yeah. crazy. So, you see, when you get to the level where you guys are at, mm-hmm. you see why they get busy. Because you go back to back to back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You guys don't even have time anymore to do anything. So we're trying to work our schedules around the y'all motherfuckers. Right. right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? We're like, well, we might shoot then, but Alano's, you know, <laughs> he's going to be on one location. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So you see why. Yeah. Once you get busy, first you don't understand. It's true. But then you start to understand once you start working all the right. time. Like, but even then, I think, you know, what's so interesting is that it is for us, even now at this point, we go, what is the next thing? Not to just feed our soul, but mm-hmm. what is the next thing? Where is the next place in our, not career, but in our lives? Mm-hmm. Like, where are we right now? And mm-hmm. how do we jump into that world? And mm-hmm. how are we to just take the next job or do so that we can look like we're still working? Or do we continue to do things that yeah. are meaningful to us? And I had to call uh, Gina for permission to do. Um, she's got to have it because I was under contract oh, for yeah. Shots Fired. That makes sense. And, you know, she congratulated me and she was just like, keep yourself special. Mm. Best advice of 2016. Yeah. We got to get another t-shirt. I like that. (laughs) Keep yourself special. That's nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm. But what I love about your work is, like you said, it's special and you're so different. Yeah, in every single role. Like literally, when he said she was, it's like that's her on Shots Fire, mm-hmm. right? Because that's my mom's show. Shots Fire is my mom's show. Yeah. yeah. And I came home on the weekend. My mom's like, "You want to come see this episode?" I said, "Wait, I have to see the one before that. I can't just come in and, <laughs> and watch stuff late. Yeah, like, out of order. I gotta like." Exactly. And so my mom's like, "Okay." And I said, "Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. you know that actress we've been talking to Parker show. Oh, really?" And I, and I said, "Yeah." And then I looked. I'm like. Is it? Is that Claire? Is that Claire? <laughs> <laughs> Claire is 20. <laughs> Shamika's 34. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you make it work. And like I said, and you're just stunning. Like as an, like, I'm not talking about just gorgeousness, mm-hmm. and just gore- but just like your presence. Mm-hmm. Like literally when I saw you underground, like the first shot, you're not speaking, you're just sitting there. And I'm like, who that? <laughs> you know what's funny? I think, I think uh, Jamie Foxx calls it that... Um, Fairy dust. Yeah. No, it's some, no, because you'll see actors on a show, and you know, there's some gorgeous people on the ground, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and actors. But you're just something that camera was resting. I was like, okay, there's something there, mm-hmm. you know. And let me see what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's a complex character. It's a character where. You know, you're kind of being like the next Ernestine, where yeah. you're trying to use those skills, where you're trying right. to use that, where you have no sexual agency, you have no control of your body, but then you're like going to manipulate, well, what can I control mm-hmm. in that? Mm-hmm. Which I think is fascinating for something from a historical perspective right. and jumping forward now, right. doing Nola Darling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because those of you who don't remember, okay, for you babies back there, who don't <laughs> they're like, she's got a what? Who don't remember that? And how pivotal this movie was. Like, we had never seen anything like that. One, it was like the start of the the new, you know, renaissance of like indie black filmmakers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And that, I mean, first of all, it was shot in black and white. I was about to say, yeah. that's one is in black and white, yeah. Number two, it's about a black woman who is sexually free. Mm-hmm. We ain't never seen nothing like Ever. that. Yeah. And if we did see something, it was always that kind of trope where something negative was attached. You use it a hoe, <laughs> yeah. you know, a hooker. Mm-hmm. But for a black woman mm-hmm. to be like, I got several dudes. <laughs> 
You're they welcome. Have to work it out. Right. And I got my life, and I'm doing my thing, and it's a polyamorous, and they all know about each other. Mm-hmm. Deal. Yeah. You know? That was like a revelation. I mean, mm-hmm. years later, it's funny because when I first saw it, like I was like young and in high school, and it was just like, first of all, a black woman in Brooklyn looking fabulous, right? Living her whole life, and a chocolate sister just looking gorgeous. Because yes. we didn't come on now, the eighties, right? 80s, right. Yeah. With them Eddie Murphy movies, yeah. all the actresses that came out. Everybody, I mean, like, both. But everybody. you said the eighties. Yeah. Both Misha <laughs> and Spike had to be like. I said chocolate. Yes. Both Misha and Spike yes. had to be like, when I said chocolate, I meant chocolate. Right. <laughs> and not only that, from the original Nola Darling, the, the hair, like mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. a huge mm-hmm. thing. Because mm-hmm. you all remember the 80s, it was like big hair and yes. we were starting to get extensions and all that kind of stuff. Right. But it was like to see a black woman with agency and just being sexual, like, like I said, I was in high school when I saw mm-hmm. that. It was like, God is good. Good for your parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We had Imani Walker on, the creator of Rebel, mm-hmm. and she was talking about when they did the breakdown, she wanted in the breakdowns that the star of the show had to you have. You have to these what, days. What did she say? Normal hair? What you natural. call it? Natural, natural hair. hair. Natural you hair. You got to. You have to specify. Yes. You have to specify. And I have to say, I was excited. I had to put it down, download my phone with a picture of you, the original Nola Darling. That picture is so cute. I'm going to frame that. It's so cute. Because number one, you guys do favor one another. We met, and she was just like, Oh my gosh, I won't cry. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tracy Camilla Johns is like, oh my goodness, I was just like, I, I was just hoping you were nice. Mm. And I was Aww. like, well, I was hoping you were nice. That's cute. It was like such a big thing. And like I said, for you to, to play that role and bring that, I mean, it's a different time now. Yes. yes. And so it's going to be really interesting to be able to see that story and Nola's, her, her arc now. It was right. 10 episodes. Mm hmm. And being sexual, right? Being gorgeous, right? And having ownership of that sexuality. Because one of the things I don't get to see, and I think what I love about Underground, because Underground is not playing with the sexuality. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We don't get to see it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about the show when it comes out, because you know we're gonna be live tweeting mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and drinking like yes. mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just I mean, for you, what was it like to to play a character from Underground where it's like okay? Mm-hmm. I got to deal with this white dude. <laughs> and I, I, I have to ask you this. Oh, my gosh. What? No, 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 no. You don't have to answer because I don't want to be embarrassing. Because I was watching the scene. Okay. Good luck with this one. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. So when your character, Claire, decided, all right, I'm going to use this white dude. gather around the fireplace. Gather <laughs> around the fireplace, kids. There was a scene where, okay, Ernestine says, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to make this man do whatever. And, like, there's a scene where Claire is having sex with the guy. And then she's done. Uh-huh. <laughs> did she? Or did she not? Because this is what I saw. Uh-huh. Wrong. Nope, you're right. You're right. You caught it. She was masturbating. She self-pleasured herself. Yes. Huh. Bitch, when have you seen that? <laughs> okay, let me get and some narr- No, I can't. That's, because That's the thing is, we always uh-huh. think of these tragic stories of these women who had to have sex with these slave mm-hmm. dudes. And... We just didn't have no sense of sexuality or a yearning or mm-hmm. a wanting right. or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And when she does that, mm-hmm. like, I was like, <gasps> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. did I see that? Uh-huh. Did I see that? <laughs> was that in the script or was that something you totally added? in the script. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely like, in the script. Okay. I feel like when I was filming it, too, I did, like, one of those, like, lick your finger numbers. And mm-hmm. Misha was like, you know, it's not historically, you know, it's not a thing. I was like, you're right. <laughs> this is the extra for the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was already filming Nola by that point, so You're in a I had come back with all this different headspace. <laughs> Whoop! Wrong set. Sorry. <laughs> 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 
Wait, that's not Spike of the Year. You're my rock. Oh. Yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. But no, no, but just from that, and I don't know, I'm just really excited for, for what you've done. Like, I mean, I know you can't give any giveaways. Yeah, I know. But is there a lot of beautiful shots of black love sex. It's so beautiful. It's no, so we don't. Beautiful. We don't know. Come on. We don't. We don't get we to don't. see that. Shadow and that keeps asking that question, right? That's like, mm-hmm. you know, where's the black erotica? Mm-hmm. Yes. Where's, and it's so true. I mean, we don't. We don't even kiss. We don't even kiss. It's crazy. It's true. It's crazy. And when we do see it, it's usually because you know the feminist to me. Mm-hmm. It's always like yes. the male gaze, yep. what it is. And yep. we never get to see like the expression of pleasure from right. women. It's if, oh my God, seeing a woman have an orgasm, I'm like, we can't see that. Yeah. But we see the men all the time. It's like, well, why can't we have that? It was such a huge deal um, for She's Gotta Have It. You know, one, Spike is immensely collaborative. Like I choreographed a lot of those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew the DP from years ago. We met mm-hmm. doing a short in like 2007, mm-hmm. first time. Um, so I, you know, there was a lot of control on that set and many women in the writer's room, many. Hmm. Two-time Pulitzer Prize winning Lynn mm-hmm. Nottage. Yes. Lisa Davis, Rada yes. Blank. I yes. mean, we had some bad sisters. Lemon Anderson in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poets. I mean, so, they just... Bringing it. It's going to be fire. Which oh, I think was man. very important because, you know, when she first got the job, I remember, okay, so I'm going to keep it real. So, uh, oh, yeah. 2017. Okay. No, so she got the job or they called her. Well, first she, she auditioned for it. What were you when you, got the, when you got the call? Oh, that's such a complicated story. Is it? Okay, okay. And I'll tell you in a second. Right. No, so, so, no, we're going to tell it together. Okay, it's go. okay, because I'll tell you my point of view in the YouTube. Okay, okay, go <laughs> So, no, she, she, uh, she says, I'm going to go in for, you know, she's got to have it. I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that a Nas? And that's never going to happen. Or like, no, no, no. Nah, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. Like, what's good with that? Like, no, we're not doing that right now. Like, we're not doing that right now. Not now. Wait, the hand clap. He was doing the clap. So, okay. so she goes to New York or whatever because uh, I forgot what it was for, but it was for something else. And so she, Urban and, world, I want to say. Yeah, okay. and then she ends up going in for the audition for Spike or whatever, and then she goes in for the audition and. You tell this part. Well, I already taped it. Right. So he said no, but he still taped me. Yeah, I still taped her. Cause I still so, and we're friends, which is also very important. <laughs> yeah. Be best friends. So I'd already taped it. You know, I went to New York for my director session with Spike. It was a Monday. And I'm in my director mm-hmm. session. I got like seven out of the 20 pages or whatever of sides. Mm-hmm. So we get to the sides I don't have. And I was like, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. And so, so me and Spike, we go, we sit outside and we start to have this conversation because I'm at this point, here's the things I had. I'm under contract with Shots Fired. Mm-hmm. I was still filming Underground and they were slated to begin like the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was like, I haven't actually had this conversation with my husband really? because it became very clear that he was like, well, when he was like, do you want to do this? I was like, oh, you're. Oh, you you want to you want to cast me as Nola Darling? This is just like <laughs> right. a fun acting exercise right. Yeah, that I'm yeah. right now. Um, and so he asked me that, and we had a serious conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hadn't I hadn't had this conversation with my husband, and I don't know if my marriage can withstand this. Mm. And so I literally walked away. Wow. Mm. Walked away, hopped back on a plane, questioned my life choices, <laughs> felt better. Caught a little got, tears. Caught a little <laughs> tears. Cried some thug tears. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, got back to Baton Rouge and I spent mm-hmm. like the next couple of days being like, just, you know, 
I have zero. Yeah. And morning. Yeah. I had like zero Mm. life regrets up until this point. And I was like, did I make this choice? Why did I make this choice? And it was two people, one of my managers and my very close friend, our best friend, Mm -hmm. Kimberly Dalton Mitchell, now Kimberly Dalton Chalk, (laughs) um, who was like, it's going to come back around. And next thing you know, I have like missed calls on my phone. Wait, 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 wait. So she comes home. So when did you talk to him? Right. So she comes home after this and I'm like, hey, babe, how you doing? And And I was like, sad. Yeah, she was crying. And I was like, yeah, she's crying and stuff. And I'm like, sad, but I love you. She's like, I'm like, why are you crying? Like, you just got in. What happened? And she's like, you know, everything. And she's telling me. And then she goes, you know, I turned down the the role or whatever. I walked away. And I was like, wait, what? And she goes, yeah, I turned, I walked away from the audition. And then, of course, I'm like, in my head, I'm going, why would you do that? <laughs> in my head, I was like, why would you do that? You're already there. You might as well do what you need to do. You know what I mean? And if you get this role, then we'll deal with it. But I mean, I was telling you how I felt. I didn't, I didn't mean, I didn't know if I really meant it. You know what I mean? Like, we don't really know if we mean what we say. I was just saying, like, no, I don't want you to do this. Because I'm insecure at this moment, but not really meaning like turn down a job. So, so she tells tells me, and a part of me, so I'm at, I'm at odds. Okay, like Kato, I'm at odds. I'm like, no yes. People, okay. first a part of me is like, this. yes, and then a part of me is like, why would you do that? Like, and so uh, you know, so then she, you know, we get a I get a phone call, and the phone call comes, and she sees that she has missed calls or whatever, and it's actually cast director. Cast director's like, hey, I just gave your phone number to Spike Lee. Spike calls, text, really? text. Sex. Mm-hmm. Sex. Like, hey, hit me back. Yeah. Damn. This is fight. <laughs> Real, like, off, like, what? Like, oh, I always had your phone number. Yeah, like, oh, right, Spike is calling me. Like, you know, no, so that happened. Then his wife calls as well, right, and they're literally, herself. like, pitching this thing. Really? And the thing, I guess, what switched it for me was, so, okay, no disrespect, my, Spike, I love you to death, mm-hmm. but the reality was, like, I didn't know if I trusted Spike Lee okay, at fair. that point to, for writing it you know what I mean right, to say what it is about 20 something 20 right. something you know this isn't this and so they he said well look I have 10 episodes already you know I already have the scripts and he gave them to her right. and so yes wow. so before she accepted it so mm-hmm. so Dewan is reading it and talking to me at the same time about what's happening and we we're going through it we went over the writer together yeah and we did everything and, I got, <laughs> and, and so for me I was like no 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 you you. and it was at one point so here's the funny thing so I was like I was wait, like wait, wait. it's funny now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny it's definitely now. funny. Now. It's definitely funny now. So at one point we were like, okay, you, you, this is great. Good, we're good. Let's, yes, absolutely, you should take this role. So then I'm driving, no, and this she's was funny. Then okay. So then she, so then she, uh, she. Uh, she goes to the office because we were at Underground still, whatever. And I, I'm like, Dewanda, call me back. Call me back, Dewanda, call me back. And then she doesn't pick up the phone. Dewanda, call me back. Call me back now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you always get your phone on you. Now you don't got your phone. <laughs> so she's like, I said, we need to talk. So we go and we go to this little parking spot or whatever. And I'm like, pulls over. Pulls over. Real dramatic. Spot, real dramatic. I'm like, God told me you shouldn't do this job. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was and like. that's what he said. And, and then I, she goes. And I take a pause and I said. Well, God didn't tell me that, Alana. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, I go, I go, I go, I go, I go, wait, wait, I go, I go, okay. (laughs) Okay. I hear that. I hear that. (laughs) And she's like, I really feel like I need to take this job. And I'm like, "Uh uh uh uh-huh. And I'm like, 
And I'm like, she's like, you have an out of body. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. And she's like, she's like, um, you know, I this is, comes down to trust. And so we go, she goes, do you trust me? And I go, yes, absolutely. I trust you. He's and always said that too. Like, I trust you. I don't trust these other motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay. And so we had it. <laughs> so true. then, so then we were like, so then we talked about it some more or whatever. And I just was like, I was at a place where I said, you know what? You know, these opportunities don't come often. Mm-hmm. My Ever. wife is an extraordinary artist mm-hmm. and human being. And I know that she will run shit. You know what I mean? Like you put her in charge, mm-hmm. she will take care of business. Mm-hmm. So I had to step away. And I as, had to tell him, I had to remind him that like, you know, in the context of our marriage, yeah. I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of 10, I'm just like, you know, I don't have to boss up with my husband. Mm-hmm. Right. So he never sees that. He never aspect sees that of aspect right. of me. Yeah, he never yeah, sees yeah. that part of me. Right. But in 98% of my life, you mm-hmm. know. Um, when he's not around, <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah. But also, yeah. the thing about it was, that what the question wasn't if our marriage could take it. Mm-hmm. It was more so about if we were willing to go on the journey together and be open and say, you know what? There's these moments in life where you get there that may shake in, mm-hmm. shake in you, but doesn't shake in your relationship. Mm-hmm. doesn't shake in our, our thing. It just, it took us, it took the bearings like, okay, we're doing something new and this is going to be a different set of circumstances, yeah. challenges. Mm-hmm. They could be challenges or they could not be challenges. It depends on how you approach it. And are you going to allow it to grow? <laughs> right. And so we were like, well, this was an opportunity for us to grow as human beings separately and as a marriage. Definitely. So we took it a different approach to it. So she goes on set and she calls me or whatever and she's telling me, you know, daily or whatever. And so I found myself not just being encouraged, but I found myself rooting for her. I for mean, we got too. to the point where we were like sharing <laughs> right. Sex mixes. Yeah, like, because like, we had. What I play yeah, on well, I was like, well, like, you, your sex mix mix ain't <laughs> shit. Like, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna have to do way better than that. <laughs> Throw some genuine in there. So, like, so I was like, you know. So it got to that point where we were le- like talking about it and just also reminding ourselves how awkward this yeah. is. And this is not, you know, and it wasn't about it's, being it's real. But people yeah. tend to fall in love with my wife, which yeah. is what it was really about. Totally. So I was like, look, y'all brothers, y'all, just, I just don't want y'all to be like, no, but we are meant to, because people. <laughs> They take acting and they like, oh, my okay. life is real. And yeah. like, it's not. Yeah. So <laughs> She really want me. She, really no, want she me. don't want you, dude. Let, let, let me stop you right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and I think in actuality, you know, looking back at it, I go, wow, I'm, I'm honored that I went through this process with her and that mm. we went through this journey together because it did make us stronger. Not And it, it may make us um, uh, more, uh, you know, uh, open to being vessels of the work. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it did. It challenged us and it kept us growing as a couple and it made us more, I think, best friends right. to, to go through that together. And now we do. We look back mm-hmm. at it and we laugh at the mm-hmm. process. And, we, and I'm like... I almost turned on that job. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I said, God told me not to let you do it. And I do. And I'd be like, God, like and no, I told her one day, no, 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 funny. I did. I told her one day, I was like, I got something to tell you. And she was like, what's going on? I said, God didn't tell me. <laughs> I was like, that was just me. That's just that was me. just reaching me being like reaching, reaching, reaching anything I could. I was like, I hid behind some bull and that was it. So yeah, but it was, it's, God out. You know, that's your last, like, when you know, you got, it's like a, it's like it's a Hail, Hail Mary. Mary. It's yes. a it's the final shot at the buzzer. Like yes. if I could get this one last thing, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> In Jesus' name. I had a meeting with Peter Paul and Isaiah. 
And if you open your books to Ephesians, <laughs> wow. God says right here, thou shall not be Nola, darling. Preach it now, Mama. Tell it, Pastor. No, 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 no. But, you know, it, it, it does. It, it allows you to get out of your way and, and really, um, and trust. And, and it's been uh, a beautiful thing to be in at this point. Yeah. That's yeah. good. You guys are doing I see the love. Yeah, I know. I love it when couples are like their own hype together. And cause mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. And the fact that you guys are both extremely talented. Thank you. And I, I mean, as far as being like wonderful characters, like I would love for you guys to be superstars, but these characters that I you guys play, you. Char- hey, keep bringing that work because yeah. it's a joy to watch both of you. Like you on Atlanta. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> One of my favorite exactly. episodes, you know, and just you sit around our round table. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's funny though because you know when we when 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 Donald Glover he was like yeah you know um, I, I really want to go for this Don Lemon type of thing and I kept being like okay all right let's go for it let's yeah. play around let's do this thing and just to see him he was directing and I just mm-hmm. to be in that space with him he is such an extraordinary artist and such a quirky artist mm-hmm. and just such a giving artist and Duana and him went to school together. Yeah. And we oh, all yeah, knew each yeah. like it, it was just to see us uh, you know we talk about like who's your your group you know so you got mm-hmm. the Denzel Washingtons right. and everybody right. kind of coming up together mm-hmm. and I go if you're part of that upcoming group you know you're in the right place yeah. you know wh- whether you're doing you know all everything you want to do but mm-hmm. you're in that space just keep digging keep mm-hmm. growing together and, and finding your tribe and finding your tribe because right. it's really true uh, that you we all can rise together and mm-hmm. there's enough space for all of us it's not about well you know he stole that job or he did this no 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 that was his job or that was her job you know you you have your set of stuff it's mm-hmm. coming but it's very specific and and be and don't be afraid to be specific in in Definitely. in your journey you know what i mean what you want as opposed to just saying i want everything or i just want to do well, anything well trip this because i mean i've been mm-hmm. on the the black community of the writers guild for a long time mm-hmm. and i've watched over the last like five years in particular it was like Eight of nine of us on the committee. Right now, it's like sixty or seventy. Ooh, wow, amen. that's beautiful. Because so many writers, we talk about this all the time, have become staff writers. Mm. Right, like Ben Corey Jones. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, him and Lena. You know, like totally blowing yeah. up. Yeah, totally. So you're talking about that pack of people that you have. You know, Issa and Amy. You know, yeah. Like all these people are like blowing up all at once. Right. You know what I mean? So it's it's just amazing to see how everybody's now is just like. Yeah. Boom. Oh, yeah. You know, but you got to be ready for it. Yeah. And you got to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be compelling, which is your favorite. Yeah. Word. It's like, and the stuff that they're bringing is really compelling. Like, because you know how hard it is. Like, you know, I'm a film, I'm a cinephile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard for me to watch TV because it's not that much good TV. <laughs> but if you got me watching TV show, Bitch, if you got me paying money to <laughs> buy a season. whole season before the season even shows exactly, up, yeah. you know I'm a fan. Right. You know, and it's yeah. just it's just amazing. And the stuff like all the stuff you guys have been in has just been like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like this new renaissance of like blackness. Just well, you know, I think blackness yeah. is wonderful anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just just so much content that's coming out that just. So the argument becomes, you know, um, what are we willing to watch and what are we willing to support? And I say, you know, look, at the end of the day, people say, you know, black people, they don't sell and all this other bull, whatever. Uh, And but but we are the biggest consumers and we we spend, you know, something like uh, a trillion dollars or more um, a year. Um, And the reality is, is that, you know, if you spend three hundred million dollars on a film, right. 
if it sucks, it sucks. People aren't watching it because it sucks. Yeah. If it's good, it's good. Mm-hmm. And no matter what color you put in front of it, exactly. mm-hmm. if it's good, it's good. Yeah. And and we have to continue to do that. We have to say, look, we need to do exceptional work. We need to do the uh, work of excellence, as right. opposed to just you know scraping the bottom of the bar- uh, the bottom of the barrel just because we know that like oh if we put A, B, and C it in it, consumed, it will be right? consumed. We can't take it's, it for granted. We can't take it for granted. If you want the Renaissance, if you want to continue to challenge audiences, if you want to continue to sharpen one another, if you want to continue to uh, build up a community where we say, no, we we expect this type of thing, then you have to continue to put that type of content out there. Um, and so when thing, when I, when I there are those mindless type of shows or movies, I'm not saying they don't deserve to be there because mm-hmm. they have valid space too. Right. But I just think we need to have a balance. And so right. that balance isn't always there. And, uh, you know, there's only, you know, a moonlight that comes out once every year, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever, or something Ava DuVernay is doing right. or whatever. But the reality is, is that we just need more. We, there need to be 20 or yeah. 30, you know, moonlights or, yes. you know, and there needs to be. Yes. So I was going to interrupt you. So I was just telling Lisa, so we, on the, on the, I'm the vice chair of the black community, right? Right. <clears throat> also the black vice chair of the gay community. But anyway, so, <laughs> shut up. Hey, be it. Be it. <laughs> but look, hey, I'm just busy. So look, the, um, um, Two years ago, we, we started doing these NAACP Image Awards. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I moderated, me and Ben moderated the first one like two or three years ago. Fast forward a couple of years ago, this year we had Barry on the, oh, on the Barry. panel. Yeah. So Barry, Barry comes up to me after and he says, I don't know if you know this or not, but I actually was in the audience two years ago. Oh. Mm-hmm. When you guys first started, I was like, what? Like, give me, mm-hmm. you never know who my fuck is going to be. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. his trip. Yeah. So. And Barry and I go back from Florida. That's right. Terrell McCraney and I, I did his plays. And so we're all, he was at a, in Miami and I was in Orlando and we had uh, what they call competing schools Mm -hmm. for the arts. And so Terrell and I know each other for that long since high school. And Barry was also Darnell Martin's assistant. Assistant. Darnell Martin's assistant. Call our auntie Darnell. We worked on Firelight back in 2011. So, I mean, the circles of how you're connected to people Mm -hmm. are very real. Mm -hmm. Um, And they all, everyone has had, uh, I mean, and then you have uh, Brian uh, Tyree Henry, who was in Atlanta? Who right. she, he and I did, you know, brother sister plays together oh, from yeah. Terrell. Yeah. So and then you know then Donald Glover and Dewanda. So it's just the groups yeah. are real yeah. and um, and we invite. It's not like you know exclusive. We know we 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 want to invite others to join this group to say hey, we want to make space, which is why we produce. Right. That's we're not, not to get into yeah, that. We, yeah. We're producing not to you know that vehicle was that Dewanda and I made a deal, um, which was not really a deal. It was yeah, just, it was we just had each other's an back. understanding. Okay, that whatever happens, whoever got the first whatever mm-hmm. we would take that money and then we would invest it in the other person Smart. and so we Dewanda we had a friend that went to school with her mm-hmm. to, uh, to hear Jetter and uh, he was a, a brilliant writer director mm-hmm. coming out of NYU gotcha. and so uh, he had already done some shorts that went to um, Sundance and so he presented this you know this comedy yeah this micro budget your, so right. we yeah. could film it over the summer yeah. right that's it <clears throat> Yes. <laughs> right. And Dewan is the lead. So I go, absolutely. Now, in that, we were saying, like, you know, we wanted to find, you know, the right casting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really have a casting director or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, we brought in, you know, William Jackson Harper, who I'd known from. Who now has his own show on, on NBC. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, we basically just kind of used our own resources. Mm-hmm. So we put our some, some money together and we invested in this movie. Mm-hmm. And we, and I knew once I read it and I knew Dewanda and I knew that, you know, William Jackson Harper were going to be a 
attached to it, I said, oh, this is about to be, you know, mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. Um, and it goes to Sundance. We weren't, both of us weren't surprised. We were like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, no. We were like, <laughs> I mean, when we were pitching it to agents, you know, we were like, you know, gathering talent. They didn't get it, yeah. Yeah, we said, uh, and then we're going to go to Sundance. <laughs> Like and they did Everybody yeah. said That's why Right exactly. Yeah but we were like No but we're really Going to Sundance yeah, I mean yeah. I know you all You know But, right. but, but we, we You know we have Intentions We know mm-hmm. what, what yeah. we set out To do So we did that And I, the whole thing Was like Oh don't you want To be in Alano Don't you want To be the other lead Or this is And I said no Look when we create It's not about you Always starring in something no. mm-hmm. It's about you Know your lane Right yeah. But also at that time I was like look This is an opportunity For another artist To come in This right. is an opportunity For us to bring People that need to have a voice and have space right. in the world. And so it's just because you produce something or you, you know, you may love the project, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just not the right thing yeah, at that time. Just put your name on it and keep, and it, keep moving. it moving. And you could yes. do more damage sometimes that yep. way than just being in it. You right. know what I mean? Because right. then it's still self-serving. And yep. so at this point, it's about my wife. So mm-hmm. we're going to support her. We're going to support this new writer director. We're going to mm-hmm. support these new artists and we're going to make sure and that they get And it was literally forward. integral. I mean, you yeah. know, we, I always tell this story, but She's got to have it didn't exist in a vacuum. It was literally the writers in the room had seen me in a play yep. from 2013, a Dominique Morisot play. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. Who is now a writer mm-hmm. as well. Who is now a dope-ass writer. On WGA, yep. Um, and so the writers had seen me in that, and the execs from Netflix saw How to Tell Your Douchebag. Really? And they were both Brooklyn women. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And so everyone was in Spike's ear like, no, for real, we know who your Nola darling is. Mm. And that's... That was like the bedrock <clears throat> okay. of that, how that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, so we're on this, you know, Dewan and I have always been on the search. We're always on the search for the next whatever. And so now we do have another pl- project. It's called uh, Truth of Miss Marshall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're about to shoot that Good. this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a new writer, director, yes. same thing, mm-hmm. um, uh, Stephen Bennett. And, uh, and Dewan is starring in this one. <laughs> I don't read a lot of things I like a lot. I mean, yeah. that's part, you know, that's part of it. But, and that's, I mean, it's, I feel like it's changing. Yes. Like there's more that I read that I'm like in love with, mm-hmm. but there's a whole lot that I'm just like, not for me. Yeah. But you know, the thing about it is I told, <laughs> I told D, you know, I said, babe, you know, the things that you desire to do, sometimes they're going to be few far in between and you are going to have to continue to create your own space. All right. of us are, right. you know, if we're going to not have this vicious cycle that happens with, you know, black film mm-hmm. and television, which is we don't really we exist for a good five six seven years and then we go away and then we come back and then we're like ah and then they're like black people are in again and we're like we've always been in and they're like well where have you been we gotta stop the cycle right and we have to we have to literally set roots this time and we have to no seriously we have to set roots and make those things stick this time and so this time around it's like I hope that we are inspiring other people to say we're gonna write we're gonna create we're gonna find our village and get around those people to help us push forward and so this new film that we're doing um, is drastically different it's not a comedy um, but it is uh one that I'm, I think is going to be very special to a lot of people, and hopefully, you know, if it gets to uh, South by Southwest or something like that, that's mm-hmm. great. But we don't, we're not making it to just to get to. Yeah. to we're getting it so that we can affect people. Sure. You know what I mean? And right. also give artists voice. Exactly. We are giving new artists people mm-hmm. some people have never seen before, and at the same time, saying, "Hey, you all are saying that we we don't exist." 
You know, that there's not or enough black craft. stories right. and like, uh, But also that there's not enough artists that actually are good. You know, everyone has oh, to be yeah. from England. And that's fine, too. Yeah. I love those brothers and sisters, yeah. too. Good for you. Good, but see, good for the them. problem is, is a lot of people ain't like you two. Yeah. Yeah. See, if more people were trained like you motherfuckers, they'd be getting cash. It's yeah. true. But they come in taking a couple cold scene classes thinking they're And they're, they're like, I'm ready. Bye. You know. But, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but for the, all those brothers and sisters who are in the trenches and yes. that are coming out and mm-hmm. trying to, you know, find their space and everything else we're trying to invite them in mm-hmm. and I and so you have the Viola Davises who have started mm-hmm. their own companies and they're trying to do the same yeah. thing and with Diara Kilpatrick and yeah, all of them and so right so we are trying there are more voices that mm-hmm. are saying no 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 no. we know some cold artists right. and we want to help them get to get their their mm-hmm. place uh, um, but I get annoyed when I hear you know oh there's just I don't know any black actors I don't know any good black actors I don't know any yeah. you know we get it from the writers oh I know I know absolutely yeah, right. but but so I say, okay, cool. So what we're going to do then is mm-hmm. create these things so mm-hmm. that we can show you that there are more Barry Jenkins out yep. there. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, more Toro McCraney's right. and his writers. And there are more Denzel Washington's yeah. out there and Viola Davis's. Right. There are multitudes. And you're not cultivating us, exactly. which is why there's these huge gaps. And you only it's got two nice. brothers, John Boyega and Michael, you know, Michael <laughs> B. Jordan, exactly. who are young. And then we exactly. fast forward and we exactly. the lead to Denzel, Denzel <laughs> and Morgan Freeman. You know what I mean? And I go, and then Samuel Jackson plays all the roles and I ain't mad at that either but but you know my thing is I go no 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 you have to if you want to see the next Will if you want to see the next Mm -hmm. Chiwetel if you want to see the next Jeffrey Wright if you want Mm -hmm. to see those artists the Don Cheadles then you have to cultivate them and you have to give them put them in positions and you know and we as actors also need to be in the writer's ears we need to be trying to collaborate we need to throwing out our ideas as as opposed to saying you know it's our thing and this is what we do no we need it's a community um, and I think we'll be in a better place I'm not going to say we're going to fix it but we'll be in a better place yeah definitely well then you understand you're needed you're not just, you know, right. they're just actors. Right, exactly. Right. You know, just say the lines. Right, right. exactly. Right. It's a different, I mean, it's a different. When you, like, never, when you've never come from that, and mm-hmm. I've never come from that, I mean, mm-hmm. I I came back to change my hair for Clara, and I got mm-hmm. the set, and Misha was like, did you change your hair color? Mm-hmm. And the concept of, like, asking permission for a character choice Never crossed my mind. Really? Never crossed my mind because, you know, I'd always come from this place of like extreme trust mm-hmm. from the people that I collaborate mm-hmm. with. Right. Like I'm t- 2000% here for the story that we are telling, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, you know, I was like, all oh, right, my bad. <laughs> Man, you know, it's just we can get it. <laughs> I'm going to Sally's. I'll be yeah, back. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. That's funny. That's funny. That's- well, thank y'all, man. We appreciate oh, having man. y'all. It's been, been a awesome. pleasure. Like I said, your work is phenomenal. Thank I'm looking you. forward to more, and I'm just so glad you took the time to come out here. Oh, please. It was an honor us. to be Definitely. here. Yeah. Because y'all bring it. Can I just ask you this, though? Are yes. we going? I mean, I know you probably don't know. <laughs> is it going to be a season three? Is that what you want to know? <laughs> Do I need to go outside well, and talk to the ancestors right now? Talk Let me know. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. You know, um, things are up in the air. We don't know. I mean, it's not that it's a, a, a show thing or like, or they don't believe or anything like that. We just don't know what's happening. Well, she only saying it because she worried about WGN. 
WGN, they be tripping over there. Yeah, the WGN is tripping. You know, but no, but you know what? I will say they are actually our biggest supporters. Sony and WGN are very supportive of Underground. I'm glad to hear that. They are big marketers for the show. They have a lot of heart for us. And you know, Rita Cooper Lee, who runs the marketing over there, sister over there, who she's a beast. I mean, she received you know the Publicist Mm -hmm. of the Year award for a reason because she put all of her heart in behind uh, Underground and Outsiders. And so you know, unfortunately, Outsiders didn't make it through, but doesn't mean it's over with them. They right. can still sell it and go to another sure. um, network. Um, that's, that's, that's the hope. That's mm-hmm. the hope. But, you know, for us, uh, if it ends, you know, look, I feel like we've made our mark. We've said a lot. We've done a lot. And I mm-hmm. think it's inspired so many. And the fact that uh, we have traveled to D.C., for instance, we were walking down the street and these two little girls who were nine and six mm. came up to us and hugged us and yeah. screamed and was like, oh, my gosh, you all are our favorite. You know, mm-hmm. this is my favorite show. The it. fact that the kids know it. The yes. fact that they're, sh- they're doing a whole curriculum. Yes. Not only in universities, but in middle schools and high schools. The fact that now with Underground having a Harriet Tubman and having yes. her own episode, one yes. woman show that Aisha Hines Aisha destroys. Lost. I, I, Aisha just Aisha. channeled Harriet. Like, yeah. I, I don't and, know what y'all think. <laughs> That's Harriet? Yeah. And, and just know yeah. that. And so, so for me, I All go... y'all going from shots fired to... <laughs> <laughs> You know, well, that's a whole story too, because we all fought. We all, when I met, when we met Aisha, mm-hmm. I was like, Dewan and I looked at him and go, "That's that's Harriet Tubman." It was very mm-hmm. clear. And then, and Anthony yes. directed an episode of Shots Fired, mm-hmm. and, and she was like, "Like we were like, but, so so she's Harriet Tubman." And then Misha <laughs> came on set of Shots Fired. Oh really? Okay. And yeah, we were all at that. dinner one day, and um, and uh, there was this, you know, we're all talking around or whatever, and Aisha was like, "Aisha's you know, me and Aisha were huge. I mean, we're huge fangirls of the show. It's the mm-hmm. reason why if I wasn't in it." episode I was not going to read that episode so I was like can I be a fan again thanks right. Right. bye right. Um, but you know we're out to dinner and she's just fangirling and gushing and trying to explain to Sanaa what the show is you know Sanaa mm. hadn't seen the show right. she's seen it now um, <laughs> but she was telling her what it was and she goes uh, are you on the show? And Aisha's like, no, but I want to be. And then Misha was, was like, clocking. Check. Okay. Oh, yeah. And Clock at that, that point, it was, you know, it was all on at that point. Mm-hmm. And there's her, her, uh, you know, not being able, uh, able to audition and her being, you know, telling mm-hmm. them, no, she can't audition, she can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then she fought through all of that yeah. and yeah. got to that audition. And now we have the infamous yep. Harriet Tubman, who she slaughters. I mean, everything she touches, she slaughters. But it's just one of those things where now students can kids, people, parents, families can come together and they can talk about it. Yeah. And we don't have to be embarrassed right. about underground. We don't have to be embarrassed about our heritage. Mm-hmm. We can actually but embrace it's, it's, it. It's American history. And the fact that you have so many white characters on there that are telling some white stories that we don't get to hear. Like, yeah. We get to see those abolitionists. We get to see them make those hard choices. You get to see those poor white folks who mm-hmm. were on the underground and mm-hmm. how we, you know, how we have to work together. You get to see some white folks who... We're our detriment. Yeah. You know, and we get to, it, it's real. And yeah. it's like, if you don't watch that and don't learn something yeah. and have some respect for black folk right. and what we go through and go through now, mm-hmm. something wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. And wrong. I think that's, that's at the end of the day, if that's what happens, if we're done, then, you know, hey, we said and did, a we lot. made a splash. You yeah. did. Um, but if we do have a third season, there's definitely going to be some, we already have talked about some things and it's yeah. going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, every time we go, we're trying to push the envelope even more, definitely. you know, to go, yeah. to tell different things that we haven't told yet so because mm-hmm. we have so many 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great work. I can't wait. I can't. Okay. Can you tell me for next week episode? I'm just saying this. No spoilers. Episode ten is gonna be crazy. I mean, you remember we have to. We're wrapping up a lot of stuff, and so what is Kato up to? That's definitely gonna come to, and there's gonna be some decisions made about him. He's gonna come to a decision of who he is. Kinda. Yeah, <laughs> um, he always kind of. Yeah, and then you got Rosalie and this baby, <laughs> and what's about to go down with him, and and what's going to happen between their relationship. Uh, you got Georgia, who's still you know floating around in that, and Elizabeth, what she's planning to do because she's going all full, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. other Cato, um, <laughs> and Ernestine. You know, she's yeah. still on the run and all yeah. that situation. So uh, it, it's going to be a lot, and uh, I think people are going to be very very excited. It's definitely going to be watched. If you don't watch this, you're making a mistake. <laughs> You need to make some better life choices. Make some better life choices. <laughs> and bring yes. some tissues. And bring some tissues. Oh, See where you at, Dewanda. Where can people follow you on uh, Twitter, Instagram, or whatever? Oh, me and Alano are super literal human beings. I'm at Dewanda Wise, mm-hmm. at D E W A N D A W I S E. And he uh, is at Alano Miller. Yeah. A L A N O M I L L E R. Keep it simple, guys. I need to change my Twitter name to Miller Light. Cause no. I, <laughs> Vito. No, no, Miller Light. Miller God, Light. you got a brand. <laughs> God told me that I should change my you name. You got to brand that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, you, where you at, Lisa? Oh, y'all know where I am. I'm on Twitter. Every Saturday, Saturday yeah. night. So you gonna be on there with Alana, man. All the lot, like all the shows that I, y'all know, the shows I love. I'll be live tweeting all that. And um, I'm trying to think, if we have anyone's coming up? Oh, I'm waiting for. This is what I'm looking forward to. If Geek Soul Brother will finally give us a date with a graveyard shit, we want to do a live tweet of Train to Busan. So one oh, day, cool. I cannot wait for that. Um, bitch have you Flicks. seen it yet? <laughs> it's on Netflix now. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely gonna see it's that. Zombies, yeah. zombies, Korea. Yes. And Come fabulous on. looking yes. men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's, what's to lose? <laughs> yeah, and bitch flicks. And of course, you know, come check me out at WizCon. And uh, this summer, if you're in Helsinki, Finland, I'll be at Worldcon. So I'll be hanging out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Doing my geeky girl thing and supporting my friends. <laughs> exactly, uh, exactly. Shout out to Nalo Hopkinson, who's the guest of honor for Worldcon. So if y'all like some really good Caribbean influenced sci-fi fantasy check out her work but um that's why i'm going that's what's up go say hi and support the sister Yes. <laughs> I get 24 hours of sunlight hey, and get the melanin hey, pop. <laughs> now I just flew in from Louisiana last night. I'm there. We're we're prepping to shoot a new pilot. It's kind of an Atlanta-ish type of a show, but okay. it's based on these two internet stars named Tyreek and Nate, mm-hmm. and they're okay. out of they're out of Abbeville. Okay, I don't know if you saw that while you were down there, but uh-huh. it's, it's like probably an hour, two hours away from um, Baton, Baton Rouge. Rouge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were there like all week. You know, just prepping and meeting people. Yes. And so now we go back in like two or three weeks and cast. And then, anyway. You better do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wrote it. And um, the creative show is my friend Pam. So we're going to be getting it in. Pam. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm so tired today. <laughs> I still feel like I have jet lag today. When did you get in? Last night. You do. You think? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like off. And it's like nap know. time. It's yes. totally like nap hour. Yes. Then yeah. like four. And, like, and it's directed by Darren Grant. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah. Yeah, Darren. He's, yeah. he's directed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, boom. And I'm Hilliard Gas. 
I changed my tone. Join around, people. Um, <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guess. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, same shit. Sound like you. I just keep it simple. Yep. Keep yeah. Simple. Same thing. <clears throat> you got a brand, that shit. Yeah. Commit <laughs> <laughs> people. Um, um, please go on Facebook, uh, follow us there. You go on iTunes, give us a five star review. We need that for the metrics. Yes. And um, join in with us for 2017. That's our little thing we do. So you know how we do it on the rant room on the show. Oh, thank you again, DeWartha. <laughs> thank you again, Alana, Lisa. Um, y'all know how we do it on the rant room on the show. We keep it real. Mm-hmm. We keep it opinionated. Mm-hmm. We keep it what everybody. 2017. 2017. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Ciao. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hillier He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.